Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey everyone, happy Monday or whatever day of the week it is when you're listening to this. It is episode 33 of the Movement Diaries, solo one today. And a couple of weeks ago on my last solo episode, I talked about how I was really struggling that day to to kind of record, but today I am not. <laughs> today I'm like ready to talk. Um, and I always, I have like kind of a list of things as ideas pop up in my head that I want to talk about on the podcast. And then sometimes things just like kind of, I get really worked up or excited or I have a conversation with someone and it makes me think about something and I'm like, oh my God, I have to talk about this now. And that's kind of what this episode is about. I was up late last night getting sucked into the vortex of Instagram and um, started just scrolling and looking at all, a lot of different coaches, different like fitness accounts and wellness accounts and just seeing tons and tons of before and after photos and just found myself lying on my couch. It was like 11, 15 at night getting so worked up over this. Um, and I have talked openly. I shared a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago at this point, um, my own before and after photos years and years I have, I mean, it could be in the hundreds of my own before and after photos. Um, along my struggle and my journey with my body over the past 20 years. The photos don't date back that far because I grew up in an age of high school and college with um, no cell phone. So there were no you know, easy ways to take pictures. So it was more in the age of the iPhone that that started to happen. But um, here's the thing. What gets me so worked up about these photos is that they, they're put out there into the universe and used as a marketing tool to sell a diet or to sell an image, to sell a number on a scale, to sell a clothing size, to sell a look to people. And that you see people's after photos and you're supposed to think, or it's meant to make you believe that that is happiness, that is success, that is worthiness. Looking like that after photo and looking like the before photo is unworthiness, is unhappiness, is failure, is misery, is all of these bad things. Before bad, good after is like the, you know, very, very binary. And those pictures, I know people say pictures, I mean, the saying is a picture is worth a thousand words, but in this case, a picture is worth like literally zero, no words. Because there is no context, there is no information about what that person has done in order to get to that point, right? Sure, there's going to be some caption or some explanation of like their eating plan and whatnot, but you don't know like what actually happened, like what the truth is. I mean, there's like there's always like the meme like Instagram, Instagram versus reality. You always have to keep that in the back of your head with a lot of this stuff of what you see and and what's being sold to you. Um, and this isn't like this isn't me like 
like shooting down like the marketing man. This is me wanting to reframe and reshape what we deem as success or what we deem as happiness and where happiness comes from in our own bodies and in our own skin. And it is not from an after photo. It is not from a number on a scale. It is not from a clothing size. It is not from a look. It is not from having defined abs or cut arms or having your quads look a certain way. It comes from inside. And there are countless leaders in this field talking about this more and more. Um, uh, Molly Galbraith, who uh, started Girls Gone Strong, has been really outspoken about this, and she's phenomenal. She's definitely a person to check out, and she's shared a lot of her own personal struggles and shown pictures of her looking. The look on the outside is one of extreme fitness. I mean, a six-pack, you know, super thin, like the way that society, the way that we have categorized this is what fit is, and she's openly talked about how miserable she was inside. Um, you know, the anxiety, the food restriction, all of this. And I echo that. I've never been at a point where I've had a six pack or been super thin. That's just, I've strived for that for so long and never achieved it. And along the way in my photos, if, you know, looking at some of them, when I look back and I see my body in kind of different places and none of them are that drastic, my weight swing over all the years of kind of my adult life is in like the 30 to 35 pound range, not counting when I was pregnant. I gained 55, 60 pounds when I was pregnant. So I'm talking kind of like put the the pregnancy part aside, non-pregnant times, 30 to 35 pounds, which is a decent amount um, of weight for sure. Um, but because I'm tall, it distributes differently. And visib- it's not always as I think, visible to people on the outside as it was to me and the way I felt in my own skin. But my point being that when I when I look back at those pictures of myself and I see times when I looked thinner or times when I um, looked like I was carrying more weight, I can remember what I was doing in those times being in both of those places. The times when I was carrying more weight, I had a really shitty relationship with food, binge eating, eating in secret, not paying attention to what made me feel good, eating point to the past of fullness, not caring about like what type of stuff I'm putting in my body. And then on the other spectrum, when I was thinner and had less weight on my body, it was the other side of it, restricting paranoia, anxiety, fear of going out to dinner. Like there was no happy medium. And those, so those pictures show nothing about what is actually going on. On. And when we see them in social media and they're used as like to sell a diet or, or a weight loss program or a workout program or to work with a coach, it's like you think that looking that way is the success. But that's not the success because what you look like says nothing about what you feel like. And I know some people think that's hard to believe. I know a lot of people think, well, if I just lose this weight or if I just had a flatter stomach or for my arms look like this, I would be happy. I'd feel more confident. That's not true. Um, Confidence does not come from the way that your body looks. It comes from how you feel inside. Now, that is not to say, because then I think some people might say, oh, well, what are you saying? Like, Like losing weight can never make you feel good. Losing weight can make you feel good. But Ultimately, in the long term, it's not going to make you feel good because you're in a smaller body. It's going to make you feel good because at a higher weight, 
Maybe you're not feeling comfortable in your own skin. Maybe you're feeling like tired or fatigued or you have less energy or you can't move as well or you just like don't feel good. It's not always like this pinpointed thing that you can say like, oh, it's this specific thing. You just know that you don't feel good. And I've experienced that and I know what it's like. Um, and I've experienced that when I've been at the higher end of those 30 to 35 pounds. And I'm not at the low end right now. At the low end, I was miserable because of what I had to do, the food I had to cut out, the strictness with which I had to live that brought me to that lower weight was not sustainable. So now I'm kind of like somewhere in the middle and that's my happy, that's my happy place. And it's a size 12. And, you know, my, my after picture in this body is what I see all over the internet as other people's before pictures. Like literally I see people's before and after pictures and my body right now, the place where I am, which is the happiest and healthiest and most confident I have ever been is thousands of people's before pictures. And I can honestly and truthfully tell you that I don't give a shit because I know what is behind those pictures. And I want you to know what's behind it too, because it's so easy to fall into that trap and to think that your worthiness and your happiness is wrapped up in how you need to look. And it's not. How you feel in your own body comes from within. And it comes from knowing that you have a relationship with food and with exercise that is sustainable, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel nourished, that makes you feel joyful. And you cannot feel joyful when you're cutting out entire food groups, restricting food, feeling nervous about going out to eat, feeling nervous about going to a party, and all of these behaviors that so many of us, myself included, struggled with for our entire adult lives. Because we've always been told that happiness comes from looking a certain way from like a very young age. Like things are starting to shift a little bit now in some ways, but maybe not. But like I'm almost 41. You know, in the age that I grew up, it's like everything you see on TV and in the media, women look a certain way. They look one way and that is it. And if you don't look that way, you're like, oh, well, I'm I'm not happy. I can't, this body is not good enough. I have to look that way. Everything in the media to mannequins, to clothing sizes, like, you know, as someone, I I buy clothing in what are called straight sizes, which is 14 and below. But, you know, a lot of times there's not always like, it's always like you go to the rack and it's, you know, two, four, six, eight, and then like 10, 12, definitely 14, 16. Like there's not as much of those sizes. Like they just don't bring in as much of that stuff. I also happen to have huge feet size 10, 11. It's hard to sometimes find those as well, but that's a separate thing. Um, so I really, I want you to know that when you see before and after pictures on social media anywhere, that is, they're not real. They're not, I mean, obviously the pictures themselves are real, but they are not telling you the reality of that person's life, of the person who's in that body. Are they happy? Are what they, is what they're doing sustainable? Do they still look like that? Like who knows when that picture was taken? Like once they finished or stopped whatever diet or program they're on, then what happened, right? Did they learn anything about their relationship with food, about their relationship with exercise? Again, about what makes them happy, what makes them joyful, what makes them feel full? Or has it just been this strict thing that got them to look a certain way because they thought it would bring them happiness? And then what happens when that's over? Like I did isogenics. Um, in 2014, for the first time, I did it several times. And if you're not familiar, Isogenics is it's a multi-level marketing company, um, but it is 
a a 30-day program where you drink two shakes a day, have one meal, and then four days a month, kind of in two pairs. So it's like it's like two days one week and then two days another week. You don't eat. I'll say that again. You literally don't eat. You drink like this this drink, this supplement drink. It's like a shot glass of this drink like every four hours. And you can have, oh, you can't eat. You can eat one square of their special chocolate like three times a day. For two days, you do that. And then you get on the scale at the end of those two days and the scale is down like four pounds because you haven't eaten. But there's no like, it's it's insane. And like you're starving and you're miserable and you're angry and you finish this month. And I lost like 12 or 13 pounds in a month, which is a lot of weight to lose in a month. I was the thinnest I was in my adult life. I fit into jeans that I hadn't fit into in a long time. And within six months, I had gained it all back plus more. So if you see those after pictures of me as a, in a moment in time, I had just basically starved myself for a month, gone through four days a month where I didn't eat food. And there, this is how I look. But it said, again, nothing about what was my experience on the inside. It, 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 didn't, it, it dug me even deeper into my disordered eating habits so that when I came out of it, everything just came flooding back times a thousand. And like I said, I gained that 13 pounds back plus more and started to go up into like those, the, like the higher weight range of where I've kind of shifted in my adult life. Um, so that's just like one personal anecdotal example, but those are everywhere. Like yes, sample size of one, but that exists everywhere. And so what I want you to know, to think about, is that your happiness and your worthiness does not come from how your body looks. There is nothing wrong with wanting to change your body. But like I talked about a couple weeks ago in another episode, you need to focus and you need to practice on having gratitude for your body as it is today right now. What are you grateful for in your body right now? What about your body do you like? And I'm going to go so far as to say, this is kind of into a separate topic. If you can't think of anything or you can't find anything about your body that you're grateful for or that you, that you love, that you appreciate, weight loss is not something you should be pursuing right now because that is not the answer. Um, we can want to change our bodies and still be grateful and still love them at the same time. But that happiness doesn't ultimately not come from how we look. It comes from within. It comes from how you feel. And you can be at any body size and be happy as long as your relationship with food is sustainable, makes you feel good, is not wrought and racked with anxiety and fear and, um, you know, excessive control and restriction and all of these things that we're taught that, you know, food is about. And the same goes for exercise, right? Are you able to move your body in a way that feels good, that is joyful, um, that is not about earning food or burning off calories or punishing yourself for something that you ate the night before? These are the measures of how we make make changes. And what your body looks on the outside is a re- is not a reflection of any of that. So... Those are my thoughts on this. As always, I would love to hear from you. Um, Instagram, send me an email, whatever's the best way to reach out. Thank you all so much for being here. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd so appreciate a rate, a review, a subscribe on Apple. And um, make sure that you are subscribed so that you get the downloads every Monday. 
and talk to everyone soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials, and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.